Hey, I'm Arnie Singer, founder of Onrush Digital, and in this podcast, I teach business owners how to use digital marketing to grow their companies. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, please email me at arnie, A-R-N-I-E, at onrushdigital.com. In the last episode, I talked about how to write an effective business proposal, and I laid out the eight components um, that are included in in a proposal. And just to review um, what those are, um, you've got a cover page, um, objective section, scope of services, process, time frame, pricing, and again, we want to give the client three pricing options, terms, and sign or sign, signature acceptance section. But today I want to speak about some other super important things that aren't included in the actual body of the proposal. And the first one is relationship. And I, I touched on that. I spoke about that in the last episode. But again, like I said before, the proposal is not a sales document. It's not a sales pitch. It's the culmination of a sales process. And that process begins with some sort of meeting and discussion with the potential client to find out what kind of work the client needs, um, what, are their, what are the client's requirements, and also, even more importantly, to tell the client who you are and to build some, a relationship of trust between you and this potential client. Because no matter how great a proposal is, um, people make decisions based on relationships that they have with other people. And in order to hire someone, you have to trust them. You have to trust that they're responsible, that they can get the job done. And this is something that you that is difficult to convey in just a written proposal. And that's why you need some sort of relationship building activity. Um, it could be a face-to-face meeting. It could be phone calls. Um, it could be a, com- a combination of, of those plus emails, social media interaction. Um, but that is vital to an effective proposal is the prerequisite of, of building a relationship of trust. Now, once you've presented the proposal, now I always like to present my proposals whenever possible in person. That way I can gauge the client's reaction as I go through the proposal. And, and, I, and I can also um, answer any object, objections that they might have right on the spot. And, and that can save a lot of time in going back and forth after the proposal. So if, if I need to, if the client wants to negotiate the price, um, I, can, I can do that on the spot, but I can gauge the client's facial expression and their reaction to understand really how how adamant they are and how much they really want this this pricing um, drop. So if need be, I can do some negotiation on pricing right then and there and, and have a much better idea of the reality of the situation. Now I'm going to talk more about pricing projects in, an, in a different podcast. Um, 
But that's why I like to do the proposal in person, if possible. You, I guess you can also do it over video or, or phone call. Um, but just sending it off um, without having any discussions around it, um, that, that, be, that makes it more challenging. Um, another thing that's really important is follow-up. So when you do send over your proposal, if you, if you haven't had a chance to present it, in person is because you want to, um, you, ne you need to follow up just to make sure A, that the client actually got your proposal um, and B, that, that he's reading it because people are busy and, uh, and once that proposal is sitting in the inbox or on a pile uh, and the client gets busy with other things, then, you know, unless this project is super urgent, they might they might just forget about it and then you're sitting there you know weeks later still with no answer so following up is important and also you want to get your answer as soon as possible so reaching out even if the answer is a no you know it's helpful to it's helpful to get that information also so these are these are and, and also timing um you want to get your proposal to your client as quickly as possible because especially if you've built up some sort of relationship, you've had conversations already about this project and the client is ready and they're, you know, strike while the iron is hot. They're ready for this. And the longer it takes you to get that proposal to your client, the, the higher chance there is that the client will cool off um, or move on to other things or get busy, busy with other things or find another service provider um, that's in a bigger rush to get the business than you are. Um, and, and this is part of the reason why I created um, this proposal software, PropFire, is to make it easier for people like you and me to create proposals easier and much faster. So instead of taking you a day or two or even longer to create a proposal. Now you could do it in, you know, in a half hour or less. So check out propfire.com and remember, build a relationship. Um, try to present proposals in person. Um, try to get them to clients as quickly as possible and follow up. So I hope that these two episodes have helped you. Will, will help you. Um, how to write an effective proposal um, and to win more business and more clients, right? So keep listening, and we're going to talk about a lot more things regarding proposals, such as pricing a proposal or a project, and that's going to be relevant to just about any service provider out there. So stay tuned, and see you next time on Digital Marketing for Companies.